welcome back to the Fully Transparent Podcast with Rebecca. I'm your host, Rebecca, and today I have a super special guest, um, Kyler from Monster Rock. What's up? And Chehalis, because you grew up there, correct? Yes, I did grow up in Chehalis. There you go. And today we're going to dive into just <clears throat> picking your brain on your experience on being an intern and what that was like for you. But first, like every guest that comes on, yeah, I need you to define what it means to be transparent. Yeah. Um, well, first thing I think of is Windows, but I think that beyond that, in a more simple term, we just preached a, we just did a sermon series on, um, on unconfessed sin. And um, I think that transparency is simply not hiding. Um, I think for a lot of us, we tend to, especially when we sin or when we, I didn't know if you want to get like spiritual with this topic or whatever you wanted to, but I've had I, people go both ways. Sweet, so. sweet. So sweet. sweet. I'm going uh, spiritual here, but right. I always think of Adam and Eve. Um, the first thing they did when they sinned was they hid from God. And um, I think if we're going to be transparent we only not only have to not hide from God, but also not from other people. I think it bleeds in too with um, not hiding um, from when we do hide from people. Often we do hide from God, mm-hmm. and um, I think that the biggest proprietor of that is our unconfessed sin that we have in us that holds us back from being transparent. Um, King David also said in in Psalm sixty six that if he had unconfessed sin in his heart, then God wouldn't have listened to him. I think that if we're to be transparent with God, that also means that the secret sin that we hide in, the secret things that we hide behind, um, have to be wide open. Um, But not only with God, with other people, because if we just, sometimes we think that we can just do it with God, but we have to do it and confess with other people so that we have people who can essentially help us be transparent. So... Um, yeah, but that's kind of just my, I guess my definition is not hiding, but. I like it. So diving into your time as an intern, what is your favorite memory from your years as an intern? Well, I did two stints as an intern. Uh, the first one I massively failed, fell on my face. Um, Mr. Josh asked me if I was going to purposely ask you that question. Yes. I was like, if he... Ask, like if he talks about it, that's his. Like I'm not gonna Kyler. How did your first? Your how first, did your? How is your? Talk to me about your experience as a failure. Right. No, uh, that's not what we're here for. Well, <laughs> as a failure, I um, no, I definitely did, and it was a hundred percent my fault. I just fell on my face, didn't do anything. I just played League of Legends with my friends there, and. Uh, I won't name drop anyone, but we know them. Um, and But I think my favorite memory was in obviously the second time around when I wasn't failing. Um, That's good. I think the creation of Tuxedo Tyler was really the greatest. That was my favorite memory when I did was the greatest Was the greatest <laughs> thing, yes, was the greatest thing that ever happened to me, I think. I think that was, I think Tuxedo Tyler, for those of you who don't know. Um, Is Kyler. No, it, it, it's it's me. It's the real me. I think you know. It's it's the me I've always wanted to be, and it was the spy. It was the, um, 
the ladies' man. It was all the things that I deep down wanted to be, but couldn't be because that would be ridiculous. But in real life, but I think yeah, the creation of Tuxedo Tyler, and obviously just the just the hangs, the being with people, uh, being with our intern friends and stuff, was just the greatest experience of my life. So honestly, I think that that was the best part of my like the most exciting I've ever been in life. Excited I've ever been in life was just being an intern. I think that was just so much fun. I liked it so much in going back to it. Mm-hmm. And yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. Nice. At this moment, driving here, um, because me and Kyler were interns together for a year, uh, I was like, oh my gosh, like, one of the dreams is kind of coming to real life of the intern podcast. We're just not in yes. the parking lot. <laughs> we're just not interns anymore, but yes, but yeah, I, I agree. Not. Well, the intern podcast wouldn't have been anything productive. No, it wouldn't have been serious at all. <laughs> it would have been, yeah, it just would have been ridiculous things. Yeah. What, in your opinion, was the biggest win as your time as an intern? Whether yeah. within the ministry or like in your personal life, like you're like you look back and you're like, wow, that was a really big win. I think the practical experience mm-hmm. of being an intern, uh, real ministry practice, because I think if I had gone to Northwest and just gone to college without having an internship, I think that that I would have massively failed as a pastor. Because I wouldn't have been around pastors, I would have been around other students, and I would have taken the same classes, but I, I wouldn't have had the practical experience that I had in the internship. And I think being around people like Pastor Josh and Pastor Taylor, seeing the ins and outs of how ministry works, um, was a great benefit to what I do now. Um, because it was so seamless to enter into that. Now, obviously, pastoring was is different than interning. Right. Um, because I'm, I can't, there's no one I can really like fall back on. I can't like go and ask my youth pastor or ask the youth pastor, Hey, can you take care of this? It's all me now. So I think that, yeah, I think ultimately it was. If you break something, it's on you. Yes, exactly. If I break something, it's on me. If there's drama, it's me. If it's, yeah, if there's anything to deal with, it's me. Um, so I think just the practical experience though of, um, of the ins and outs of ministry were huge for me. Yeah. What was your biggest challenge? I think my motivation for school and just in general, because before I, I didn't want to be a pastor at first. I wanted to be a rock star. I wanted to be a worship pastor somewhere big and somewhere cool. Um, the great thing about it is, though, is I get to do that here. I get to be the worship pastor here as well as a youth pastor and do a bunch of other things that I didn't know I wanted to do. Um but, um, yeah, I think that the hardest part was me finding motivation just because throughout high school, middle school, anything, anything school related. Um, and of course in my, my failure, failure years of the internship, um, I, I had no motivation to do my schoolwork and, um, I don't know, I just was so bored with it all the time. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, think I needed to, but then obviously, you know, I failed. So then I. Second time around, I did it. But yeah, I think that's the hardest thing. Motivation. Finding motivation. I understand that. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a good student in high school. So I was like, oh, I'm not smart enough to go to college. Right. And then I got through like the first, like, technically, like, quarter session A mm-hmm. for the, the weird setup of Northwestern University. Um, and I was like, I can be an A student. 
Right. <laughs> and I'm going back, and I have to, for the degree I'm going for, mm-hmm. I have to take science and math, and I'm like, well, there goes my GPA. My gosh, my, yeah. I have to take statistics. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, I was told that I should go back for my AA, and I was like, oh, right. yeah, no. Oh, right, you didn't graduate with. No, no, I only graduated with the purpose. Yes, you were. I was the. I, w- I wanted to just graduate with my ministry, um, and whatever it is, the certificate of mm-hmm. ministry leadership. I did not have any desire to do English classes again, math classes, or science classes, and I was like, I didn't have any desire to do that. So, and going back now, I don't. I think I'd be too dumb to go back and finish that. So, well, for your associate's degree, you don't have to take math or science. Ooh, but if I want to get my bachelor's though, right. which is what I would go for, yeah, really. That's so. what I'm going for, but specifically in psychology. Right. That's why they're like, take statistics. I'm like, I feel like you're setting up. Every counselor would be like, everyone's a statistic. Right. But that's a hot topic for a whole That's a, that's a different topic. <laughs> yeah. What was your least favorite, this is my favorite question, your least Boy. favorite thing you were voluntold to do? Because as an intern... We get voluntold to do everything. So, right. I mean... It's I think, great experience. I think but... my... F- I'll, I'll start with my favorite thing. Okay. What was your favorite thing? Mopping, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, for those... If anyone doesn't know as listening, then if when you mop, it's 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 proven that you earn more jewels under your crown in heaven. So that's your heretical point of the day. And then sure, I think my least favorite scary. thing, for sure, yeah, uh, my least favorite thing was definitely when when we first acquired downtown Bethel, we had to go and. We took a group of us. This was, I think, my, I want to say my failure year. Okay. We're just going to call it my failure All year. All right. 2013. And oh, man. Yes, this was before we were in. My Kansas. brain just yes. like. You were barely, down. you were barely born at that point. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was we, a freshman at high school. <laughs> it's basically a, an infant. Um, so I think that, yeah, so when we went to Bethel, when downtown Bethel was called Destiny at the time. We had to clean out the upstairs, which was the gym, and the and the bottom, which, I mean, everything was molded. And then at the basement level, there was just like, it was like, like sewage and stuff like that too. And everything, we, had, we were wearing like full mask gear, everything going into these places and cleaning all that out was miserable. And it was all day, and there was so many heavy things and so many things, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I was just dead by the end of the day. I mean, it was an experience, but I think, yeah, I think when you're an intern and you just, I don't know, I wasn't one to complain though. Like, I'll call out my intern right now. He complains whenever I ask him to do something. So, <laughs> which he's across the street right now, so he he can't hear us. But I think that. Yeah, I think that was the worst thing I was voluntold to do. Maybe Anything I mean, else was That makes mine look like nothing. What was yours? My first year, so when we were interns together, okay. Pastor Taylor had me like lead one of the service projects oh. for summer camp. And I was like, why would you do that? Because he gave me all like the high school boys. <laughs> Granted, I'm 18 years old. Right. Like, right. I'm barely out of high school. And I was like... You're a toddler at this point. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these youth kids right. do not take me seriously. Like, why yeah. would you do that? And we had to go to the fairgrounds. And I was like, you know how big the fairgrounds are? <laughs> what did you I'm, do at the fairgrounds? Did you just, just clean it? Yeah, we were like pulling weeds. And I was like, 
So you guys okay. made like literally not even a dent probably in the whole thing. Correct. Yeah. And I was like, how am I supposed to keep track of like 30 kids? But it probably made you guys feel good like you did something, right? I mean, they were, <laughs> they were complaining. Some of them like were told like we repainted like the posts. Oh, okay. But they, you know, high school mm-hmm. boys specifically, like, oh, let's just like do war paint. Sure. But it was like oil-based paint. Oh, boy. That does not come no. off without paint. No there. way. So then we had to go back to the church and be like, hey, Taylor, so <laughs> these boys' faces are burning yeah. because they put... We had to use paint thinner on the face. <laughs> so that was my... That was a learning experience. That is rough. Yeah. Yeah. So we touched on college. Um, this is a two-part question. What was your favorite class and what was your least favorite class? I'll be 100% honest. I don't remember a lot of the classes I took. Oh, there you go. Because I just wanted to pass them. I didn't think they actually benefited me that much, but there was one... I think, again, going back to the practical experiences was what I was looking for, was pastoral care and counseling. It was one of my favorite classes. I think, one, because it was one of the easiest classes. Right. Because it was, like, not a lot. It was, like, a lot of situational uh, prompts and stuff like that to mm-hmm. write papers on and stuff, which was really easy. Um, but I think, also, I think it's helped me a lot. I can, you know, I can't honestly say that. I can't say <laughs> I can't say that it helped me a lot. I think that I liked it the best, though. Not just because it was easy, but I think because it was practical. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a helpful class. I just, yeah. not just, but for Memorial Weekend, I performed my first wedding. Ooh. And I literally just took my template for yeah. the wedding I had to write in that class. And mm-hmm. then I just changed all the names. I think I, I did. Like, uh, did we get to choose which one we did? Because I think I might have done like a funeral or something. I had to do both. Did you have to, maybe I had to do both. I don't know. I've done several weddings since. It's honestly one of my more favorite things to do. I haven't done a funeral yet, though. I and I refuse. My senior pastor always says, hey, next time I have a grave site, like funeral, I'm going to have you do it. And I'm always busy. So I never get to do it. My sweet grandmother is trying to get it in her will. That I that you, that you feel like no, I just that's wanna, super messed up. That's messed up. Like, she's like, oh, make Brandon I? do it. I'm like, <laughs> Brandon. It's like he's still family. Like you probably See, should not have a family member perf- like perform your funeral. Like that's yeah, pretty messed up. Here's my problem <laughs> with funerals. I if I don't know the person, I think that's one. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not sure if they went to heaven, like, okay, where's the moral ground on that? Let's, let's, we won't dive so deep into that conversation. That's a whole different conversation. But like, if you know, like the person, at least like, like, how do you encourage the family when you don't know, like, but you're pretty sure they didn't know Jesus, but like, (laughs) I don't know. But that lovely phrase of, we can hope and pray that we know where they went. Like that's so like that's such a discouraging statement. Oh my gosh! I've been to quite a few. few but I also don't want to lie. So right. I would be like, yeah, they're in heaven. We'll see them again. Yeah. But we might not. So I don't know what. The, I don't right. know what the, What do I say? Yeah. The last couple questions I have kind of all blend together for you specifically. Sweet. Um, what did you do after graduating? Well, I. <laughs> Well, actually, I before I graduated, I became a pastor. So yeah. six months before, it was a really interesting situation. Obviously, I was at CU at the Pole Rally, 
leading worship. Uh, my senior pastor actually thought I was a Votberg because I was wearing some fancy hat. And he thought I was a Votberg and he wanted to get a Votberg to come out here. And he got me instead. But, I mean... What a, what a story. Yeah. So, my yeah. brain definitely, you said my senior pastor, and I thought of my senior pastor. Oh, not Pastor Kyle, not though. Pastor Brian. Pastor. pastor Brian. Yes. I was like, wait. My senior pastor not, now. Yes. He's definitely not talking about my soon to be senior pastor at the time. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, right after school, I went right into pastoring. I didn't have any, I didn't have any time. I didn't even have a resume done. I didn't have anything done. I still don't have a resume. Well, see, that's, that's what the, I don't have one now. And if I ever went anywhere else, I'd have to make one or something or hopefully have a connection somewhere. You know, I don't, I don't know how that would work. So far, everything's just kind of fell into my lap for the most part. So there you go. God's just been opening doors right, left and right. And yeah. Well, our last question is, what are you doing now? And how does that relate to what you learned in the internship? Well, I think that now we have our own internship here. So... You know, we have one student right now, and we have one more coming in next year. Um, so then we'll have two for a little bit for one year. Um, but I think learning, going through that, I've seen the value of that. Mm-hmm. And I've wanted to give the opportunity to other kids who are graduating um, to give them, a, kids who want to go into ministry of some sort or anything like that to um, to have that experience. And so we do literally almost the same things that we did when I was an intern, you know, we go meet with pastors, we go do all this stuff and, um, expose them to greater ministries. And, um, yeah. And I think that just, yeah, what I'm doing now, everything, literally everything that I'm doing now is a representation of the internship that I was in. And the six, I think the success of, Pastor Taylor and Pastor Josh and Danny Collins throughout those years. Um, yeah. I think the one thing that I wish I had more of was like, like literally one more day of the week where like, I know we spent like three days during the office and stuff, but I wish we had a fourth day just like spending time together was like my favorite thing to do. Right. Having an extra day. I know we spent like literally every Wednesday and Sunday as well. <laughs> like I could have spent every day with the interns. So I think that, that would have been the one thing I, I would guess change, I did. But... Just get a question of if you could change. Oh no, that's okay. I was just <laughs> thinking of that, and I was like, man, I was reminiscing, and I thought, I wish there was more time, even yeah. more time than two years. I feel like that was adequate, but you know, yeah. I could have well, spent. Well, now, like Bethel's intern program is completely changed mm-hmm. coming this fall of because now Pastor Taylor has opened it to, what I'm doing is called the Flex Program. So I don't have okay. office hours. Right. I pay an internship fee so I can basically go on all the fun sure. trips and yeah. Taylor owes me a coffee a week. Sweet. There um, you go. That seems like a pretty sweet he's deal. he's opened it to where there's bachelor's programs. <clears throat> there's like, I think, three master programs. Wow. That you can do through like him and Northwest University. And I was like... What do they do like, those people like for like serving or like, how do you even manage that? So, the two simple paths, because mm-hmm. each path is quite difficult mm-hmm. um, and complicated. If you're an intern, you're on the youth team. Mm-hmm. You do, like It's just like how we did it, but they can get master's degrees now. For me, it's I have to do like weekly check-ins with mm-hmm. either Courtney or Taylor, and then 
be serving in some capacity, but I'm an, I'm an employee of the church. Sure. So it's, right. it's that weird gray area of like, <clears throat> oh, we know you're serving because you're an employee. Right. But I also serve with Brandon and all right. of his associate pastor. Yes. <laughs> all those things. <laughs> all of the things. Um, yeah. So we have a couple and with the flex program, it's expanded to where like we have like a 62 year old. That's awesome. Like applying, which has just been a little humorous for me because I'm like her connection point. Right. So she like randomly texts me and be like, I don't know how to do my FAFSA. Right. Like, <laughs> That's funny. I was like, do you need financial aid? Right, like, right. Are you on retirement? You're pretty, you're pretty established know, in life. But hey, hey. If I'm 62 going back to school, I don't want to pay for it out of my own pocket. Yeah, I can't see myself going back to school ever. So, <laughs> at least like, unless it was like, to get my master's in like ministry something. Gotcha. I don't know what that would be, but maybe something like that. I have to have a master's degree. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I don't have to, but I feel God calling sure. me to counsel. So then so. you have to. So I have to. Right. But, right. I mean, if you ever want to get ordained, you have to take more classes. If uh, that's something. Not anymore. Not anymore? No, because I have, I, I meet, I have already taken all the classes and everything. Oh. Like I have, uh, once you're, you you just have to be fully licensed, and then now it's just an interview process. Nice. So I just have to get interviewed, and there's no test or anything anymore. Yeah. And so I just get. We interviewed. got the lucky years. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> for just. This test was so hard. <clears throat> for what? To, for to get licensed. Oh really? Because he got licensed right when they changed that rule for like being ordained. So, like, his test was, like, twice as long, and he had to memorize way more things. And, like... Well, I didn't really have to memorize anything other than the 16 fundamentals. He I had, had to, to memorize, like, four scriptures per oh, fundamental truth. It wasn't open Bible? It was, but, like... Oh, okay. Because I was, like, I had mine all numbered, and, like, it was, like, literally a cheat sheet yeah. <laughs> for everything. But they let me do it, so... Yeah. But... Gotcha. Yeah. I know I didn't have to take any extra classes because I had an associate's degree. Right. But, like, I know Pastor Taylor had to, his classes, mm-hmm. like, either don't count or he had to right. take more because he was an intern, like, yeah. forever ago. But yeah, well, thanks for sharing your yeah. intern. Thanks story. for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank awesome. you, listeners, for listening and continue to live your transparent life. I just want to give a huge shout out and thank you to uh, Pastor Kyler for coming on the podcast um, for this episode, taking time out of his work day um, to just come and talk about his experience. I really hope that you guys are enjoying just hearing some of this background um, stories um, of so far my experience of being an intern and Pastor Kyler's experience of being an intern. And hopefully we'll get some more people to come on the podcast to talk about uh, their life experiences. So thank you so much for listening. And once again, I hope that you continue to live your most transparent life.